Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hey, property magicians! So, this is episode 75. Oh my goodness. Welcome. Uh, my name is Mangile Makwakwa, and I am your host on the show. I help women of color heal ancestral money trauma so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase their income, and live their best lives. Find me under Vangile Makwakwa on Instagram. Twitter and LinkedIn and under Wealthy Money on Facebook. Um, with me is my beautiful and incredible co-host. <laughs> Hi there, my beautiful and incredible co-host too. <laughs> I, I am Dr. Miranda. I am Prop Doc Mom. Find me on my socials at Instagram and Facebook. I'm a property mentor, a property prop doc mom we do a mentorship for beginners that means i take you from being curious and fearful fearful underlined to a property investor you leave this mentorship knowing which strategy to use and when how to apply for finance and how to carry on and grow your property portfolio find me at prop doc mom and on facebook please go to my page prop Doc, mom, leave me a message there. Let's plan a 30, 30 minute discovery call. See if I'm a good fit for you and let's carry on. I'm signing up two people this evening. So we are on this wonderful time. I am so I happy to it. see you, Ben. And I'm happy I'm going to see you in live in a few days. Oh, please don't <laughs> even remind me, Ms. Like, I'm so stressed, guys. Like, I'm so stressed. I'm moving back to South Africa in literally four days. Yeah. So I'm finding, I'm giving up my gorgeous apartment in Sri Lanka for six months. So there'll be a tenant that lives here for six to seven months and then I'll leave. Mizo knows how I roll, but this time I'm not re I'm not subletting because the owner doesn't do any of that. He manages everything. But usually I would sublet the apartment and go. So this time I'm leaving, going away for six to seven months. I'll come back to my apartment, hopefully for maybe three months. And then I'm in the process of leasing land. I was like sending these oh, videos yay. of the land. I finally found the right land. Actually, that land found me. <laughs> They've been trying to it get did, me to right? it did. for four months. And eventually I was just like, you know what? Nothing else has happened. And it's just the perfect land. It's right on the lagoon. So you have this incredible, it looks like the ocean. It's blue like it's the lagoon for long for as far as your eye can see and with a 15 minute boat ride or a 30 minute boat ride or a 15 minute drive you can go watch the dolphins and the whales so you can go swimming with dolphins and you can go watch the whales awesome i'm really sad though i'm heading back to south africa sri lanka has been my 
place of safety for 14 months now, it's not always easy for me to leave any country. I was like this with Thailand. Mizo told me the same thing. Yeah, I remember. Chiang Mai was so hard. Well, I would find I would find Sri Lanka very hard to leave. To be honest, yeah. I mean, I had the, my greatest time. Chiang Mai was Chiang Mai was nice. It was yeah. great, right? Until I went to Sri mm-hmm. Lanka, I knew. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, I um, we're going to make it better for you. You'll see. We'll keep the lights on <laughs> and we will order 10 degrees more so that the temperature is not too cold for you. We will uh, we'll get you food places. Yeah, that, yes. should keep you, that should keep you alive. We'll get you food places, nice ones. Oh, now you remind me, I also have uh, the same private chef. One of our common friends with Mizo, she's a former client of mine, Shlati Azi. She's managed yeah. to hook me up with a chef. With so at Glenn. Least that's one, yes, with Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how Glenn and I go, because Glenn is a big meat eater, right? Like he does, no. like, guys, he does no. these big he barbecue does. things. But you but were not there. apparently he's learning vegan food. You were not there. At the chili meetup uh, for Jane, um, uh, one of Van's mentees, at the meetup, he did vegetarian dishes and he kept wanting me to come and taste first when, we, when I'm in the kitchen. He's like, come and taste it. Do you think people will like this? And we put a bit of chili on it. He really cooks well. No, he does beautiful vegan oh, food. Oh, wow. Okay. He did. He did. I am now and looking forward to it. No, he did. <laughs> he did. He's, he's awesome as well. He loves food, hey? Gosh, he loves food. But this oh. is going to be an incredible, another incredible episode. I, I've stopped mm. saying everything is my best episode. Another incredible episode is coming your way, guys, because Echo, Echo, uh, it's a boy that's born on a Thursday. Echo is Ghanaian, South African now, and he runs a property management company called Big Grand, and he is our incredible guest. He teaches, right? You are in for a... You've got to have a notebook, guys. You need a notebook and you need time and you need to sit down. If you are listening to this in the car, great. You're going to need to re-listen with a notebook this time. (laughs) (laughs) We loved him. We loved him. This is awesome. Okay, let's move on to this this week's episode. You guys are in for a treat. Echo is a natural born teacher so like he breaks down things definitely as Mizo said just get your notebook pen and paper feel free to pause you're gonna need it trust us you're gonna need but also I think what what was incredible is that he breaks down real estate he breaks down getting into business and he also spoke to the millennials and the very young I don't know what they are called if you are not a millennial, you are what? Because, you know, they call yeah. Zenillials or something? Zenillials. Yeah. They're Zenillials. <laughs> so listen to his journey from when he was 18, 19, right through to now. And mm. you know what he, he why we had to, 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 to hurry up on the podcast? Because he was going to pick up his children from Sweden. Because yeah. he can. You know, yeah. because he can. He did our podcast. He's picking up kids from swimming, and that's what he does. 
because real estate has put him in that state, but he mm. had a plan. So guys, this is one of your podcasts that you want to favorite and and, and, and go and put a five star on, on iTunes. Yes, definitely. Now on to Echo. Yeah. Hi, okay. hi Echo. So lovely to have you on the show. Oh, Echo. Sorry, guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> After all that, right? Yes. You know, we've been practicing, you guys, and I still, then I got it right during the practice and then. Yeah, you know. no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Don't think too hard about it. Just say it and. We'll, we'll go along with that, whatever that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> you don't understand, though. People never know how to say my name. So this is so important for me to be able yeah. to say your name just yeah. right. Because right. I'm usually the one on the other side. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so then. Mm. Oh, I was waiting for you to say hi. <laughs> Oh, hi, Echo. Oh, because we've been talking in the background, I forgot. Hi, Echo. Welcome to our podcast. And thank you. Thank you again for making it. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. It's, so, it's, it's, it's always a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> so, and thank you for Echo. having me. Mm. Oh, God. Echo, I don't want you to think that like we are this messy. We always are. But just... Trust me, the podcast is really beautiful, even with Misa and I making all these mistakes, right? Okay. And all the listeners listening are like, oh, there they go again. Uh, please, can you tell us who you are and what you do? So, so I'm Echo Quigrin, and I'm a real estate investor. Okay. So a part of what we do, I run a company, a founder of a company called Big Grand Holdings, uh, trading as big rent properties. And what we okay. do basically is to do property investment, um, sales, a, a part of it's sales, rental, student accommodation. Uh, okay. Yes, that's, that's in essence what big rent is about. Oh, okay. So Big Grand is a, is a, is registered with the EAAB. You, you have agents in there and you train. Yes. yes. How is it? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't yes. understand that. Oh, my goodness. All righty. That is so great. But what's your background, Echo? Did you start in, prep, in property or do you fell into property or was it a deliberate, intentional thing that you ended up here? Okay. So let me, the last part, it was a deliberate, intentional thing being a property investor, but okay. my background, I've got an honors degree in MET at, from Fitch University. Um, I'm a banker by profession. I was an oh. investment banker at Rand Merchant Bank and okay. worked at FMB okay. as a business development manager for FMB Africa. So I was I looking after Botswana, Lesotho, uh, Mozambique, Tanzania. Those were my portfolios okay. that I used to work okay. and worked for five years of my life and then got into property finally. So property has always been a first love. And the reason oh, okay. why property has always been first love is I got introduced into property or it was triggered by my mom. When And I've said this story so many times, but because whenever you ask how you got into property, that's how it yeah. got into property. So we we so never had it. Yeah. So when <laughs> I so when I was a child, as yeah. growing up in Ghana, 
My yeah. mom was the secretary and we middle class in terms of we're not rich, we're not poor, we just middle class people. So she could afford to buy a car, but she didn't have a car. And those days, the companies used to rent their premises to the senior employees. So one day I asked my mom, why don't you have a car? Because all your friends or your colleagues around, staying around us, got, they've got a car. Or there's a car in that uh, household. Then yeah. my mom said, looked at me and said, my boy, if, I, if we don't own this property, yeah. and I'm intending to buy this property from my employers, and if we don't yeah. own it, I don't have a car. And she said to me, life revolves around the four basic needs of human beings. Yeah. Shelter, which is a house, food, clothing, water, and electricity. Yeah. And, and therefore, a car, a, uh, a car to her at that time, it's not, it wasn't, wasn't a necessity at, at, at that point in time, which, which she's right. Because as I grew and understood the property and I got to research more about property, I got to understand what my mom was saying, but I also got to understand it on a commercial level. What mm -hmm. the power of real estate can do for you. Yeah, the power of real estate. Underline that. Underline Hi. that. <laughs> so when and why did you buy your first property? Were you, did you know that you are investing in property at the time or were you just trying to shelter your family? So when I bought my first property, it was getting into business. So from day one, because remember at the age of 11, I was um, advised on how property works. And when I was at varsity, I used to do leaflet distribution. So, you know, the guys mm -hmm. that stand on the street and give papers and flyers. By the way, when you meet those guys on the street, please take their flyers because we'll do maybe it. one of them is like me or going to be like me. Not all of them are hobos. There are students okay. doing this. That's how we yeah. hustle a student to make part-time money. Of course. So, so, when, <laughs> so when I was doing leaflet distribution, uh, I used to get paid on a weekly basis and I, was save, I saved up my money. So I then started buying shares on JSE when what? I was a student. Wait, come on, yeah. Echo. No, How old are you then? You are no. 17. No, at varsity, at varsity, oh, I was varsity. Yeah, I, I was I was 19, 20, 21. On, I yeah. still, still. Yes. yes. Whoa, so, that is insane. Yeah. Echo, that's unfair. No, I so, should have gone no, to your varsity. No, no. So I think the good thing that's, that's worked to my favor is I'm surrounded by good people. So my sister is a big yeah. factor in my life. My sister paid my school fees. She paid my varsity yeah. school fees. So as I was at varsity, my sister used to give me books to read. A part of the book that I read was uh, Cash Flow Quadrant, Robert, Robert <gasps> Kiyosaki, which right. then ordered Robert Kiyosaki. So when yeah. I started varsity, and remember, yeah. I've always had the intention of making money even when oh, i was a child growing up okay. mm. i used to sell for my grandmother and okay. i saved money made sweet sell sweet paid my own school fees at the age of 11. mom it wasn't it wasn't a must for me to pay school fees but yeah. my, i've always been my mind is always on that level of being independent wow. financially. 
I am so encouraged. My daughter loves money, guys. She wants a YouTube channel. She sells me everything, including her money. Yeah. Oh, Misa, we're losing you. Sorry, you're going to have to repeat that, Misa. We lost you. What happened? Oh, I think oh, you I was... spoke away from your mic. <laughs> oh, I said my daughter is 11. She loves money. She sells me everything in our house, including her marks. Whenever she does anything, short of selling me her smile, I promise you, I pay for everything. That's very yes. encouraging, Echo. Thanks for telling us that. <laughs> yes, yes. You pay for an A, you pay for a B. I do, I do. And she's like, but a B in Zulu is much better, mommy. I mean, I can get A somewhere else. But a B, come on, you know, yes. I am forever paying. Oh, yes. God, I'm bankrupt. <laughs> Yes, it's good. Let, let her get to use that money, invest that money. Will do. Will do. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So you sell okay. pamphlets, you start buying shares. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. yes. You have to tell us now. Tell us the progression of that story. We're now invested. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so then, of course, everything I do, my intention has always been, or strategy has always been, be a student first before you become a teacher. So getting into shares when I read the book given to me, to me by my sister, as um, Rich Dad Poor Dad, and he was talking about shares and he was talking about how he buys, how he owns oil companies and the rest. So I figured, why don't I put my money in shares? Because I'm making money, I'm, I'm, I was making 250 a week. So I'll pocket 50 oh, bucks. Oh, that's a lot. Yes. Uh, pocket 50 bucks, save the 200. And then I started researching on shares and yeah. something on the internet got uh, information about it. And people were talking about penny stocks and how they work. So yeah. basically, yes. basically mm. you don't buy shares that's more than 10 rent. So in, 2000, <laughs> two, in, in 2002, 2003, Right, yeah. companies like Famous Brand. Famous Brand is the owner of the Bonnets, Wimpy, yeah. Um, yeah. Ocean Basket. Those yeah. companies, yeah. I bought those shares at at two rand in two thousand. Oh my gosh, Echo, you are so smart. You know what I did at that time? Yeah. Also at UCT at university, because I was yeah. also obsessed with the stock market. I invested in the Ghanaian stock market because uh, I figured it was cheaper. I don't yeah. know what's happening with my shares. My dad till this day manages that portfolio because I'm still a little upset that I yeah. went that route. So he does. <laughs> yes. He gets all that stuff, but it's still there. Yes. But like so I'm listening to you, I'm like, I didn't think like that. I mean, I was on the path, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, but, but again, <laughs> so, so it goes back. What's, what does famous brand do? Yeah. They, they sell food. Again, goes back to what my mom said to me. Ooh. Right? So even my stocks that I picked was around the necessities, basic necessities of human beings. Yes. Oh, my God. That's such a gem. Yeah. That oh. is so incredible. Wow. So you were listening. Well, you know, boys in university and they are 19. And if you went to birds, Boys hung out at Bozoli Echo. Yes. yes. <laughs> they hung out at Bozoli and on yes. Friday, one o'clock at oh. Bozoli. Oh, and the Matrix. 
Oh, the matrix, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot the matrix. And at Bozoli on Friday afternoon, yes. Bozoli yes. has got an open bar and they sell you alcohol that's open with the with the dumpies that are opened. You can't take them away. You yes. drink Yes. Yes. And you are busy distributing pamphlets. How did you escape that? What what kind of teenager is this? Okay, so to be honest, when I was growing up, again, it's influenced by the the neighbors that yeah. were staying around us. Mm. So even though I never had a direct mentor, I observed business owners around me. Right. So my next door neighbor, for example, was running a logistic companies that went bust. Right. And and those are the things that helps me to make decisions in terms of yeah. what I do. Yeah. Another next door neighbor was a mere policeman that turned his life around and became uh, a timber dealer. So in Ghana, we used to they used to sell a lot of timber for wood and papers. Right. And he became a very successful timber dealer. So I think the time that I was born in the 80s was the right time for me. It it works. It's faith has it. So even though I never had them, I had their kids as my friends. And I used to go there and I overhear conversations, father talking on the phone, dealing with his employees, how they handling them. You know, so I observed from from far and it's kind of it was interesting it was fascinating to know that you know how and 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 to me the anxiousness also or curiosity thinking how is this man paying all these people how can one person pay 30 people 100 people how are they doing that how are they right? doing that oh i see okay yeah and right? yeah I guess. Basically, it's exposure to these yeah. people. Yeah. I feel like, you know, it brings us, can we, like, okay, we'll get to this question, but it's the same yeah. question that we ask around the tribe that you have around you in your yeah. investing journey. So, yeah. Echo, so you come out of university, right? You now have shares, you're starting to see famous brands you've got it at two rand and it's like going all the way up how do you go and i know you've read um robert kiyosaki <laughs> but how how did you buy your first property so Can my you first walk us through pro- that process okay so first property and that's the so that's only property i've bought that i've put a deposit down that was my first property yeah. and walk we'll talk through that journey so okay. the first property again 2000 when i started working in 2008 yeah. the market we had a uh, a subprime Crash. crisis yeah where the housing market was crashing mm-hmm. and the banks now are selling they had a system called the quick sale the banks were actually were actually showing you the value they say this property you can buy it between the lower range of 200,000 to 400,000 they used to show you that on yeah, advertisement. Wow. So, they did, yeah. so, oh, so, so they had quick sale. So that's what I'm saying that the, the time that everything also fits plays a big role in whatever or the yeah. universe plays a big role. But I guess that's it, when your mind is ready to seek opportunities, it gets presented to you and you see them. 
right so 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 the um so i found the property but before i bought the property again being a student doing my research i realized that because my first property my intention was not for me to pay my the bond it has never been my intention and i've never paid my own bond my tenants have been the people paying my own bond and i say this all the time proudly because i provide quality services right mm -hmm. so what then happened i bought a three bedroom duplex again my friends around me were saying you what are you doing you're a single guy you don't have you don't have a wife why are you buying a two a three bedroom duplex whilst we all buying bachelors but yeah. the strategy was i buy a two bedroom duplex because i bought that property for 400,000 rand right by the way i just sold that property last week for 1.2 million whoa. whoa right and i'll tell you i didn't sell it i refinanced it so i sold it back to the bank it's still in my name but that's how i i talk about selling right okay, so we're gonna say so, refinance for our people <laughs> yes so so what 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 i did in the two bedroom i bought the property for four hundred thousand rand i was working for the bank at that time i got an interest rate less two percent because i'm an employee of first rent bank even though i was working for rent merchant bank so i got yeah. a discount so mm -hmm. i had to pay and then i had to put forty thousand rent deposit the ten percent yeah. deposit how did i get the ten percent deposit that money was made available because i was buying shares at that time my shares were doing very well so okay. i could sell my famous brand and that's what another regret never sell your winning shares but i sold my i sold my famous brand and now look at where famous brand is sitting over 100 over 100 uh, rand so yeah. so I, sold, I i have to say that because it hit the man inside that right <laughs> inside I, and, I, and i think miso <laughs> resonates a lot of times that we've sold out of a winning stock yes yeah it hurts yes so <laughs> so so i sold my famous brand but where i take comfort is because yeah. that forty thousand is what has built this empire now yeah right gone. because remember i sold it but i never went to spend it on booze anything i used it as a deposit for my first property i like that yes. I like and then that. yeah mm. but yeah in this three bedroom unit did yes. you stay in it yes how how else did you use it okay so three bedroom two bathrooms i stayed in the main bedroom right mm. duplex stayed in the main bedroom rented out two to my varsity friends that started yes. working right and i was charging them six thousand rent so three thousand each each bedroom okay right you were living for free and my bond was at three thousand two hundred awesome awesome <laughs> right wow. so i was living for free and on top of that my expenses was cut down it was reduced because every month we used to contribute to buy groceries so i'm spending 300 rent on groceries because with three people and we're contributing uh 900 at that time to buy groceries a month I like petrol that. we travel together so oh all my the money gosh. that we're making what do you do 
we, we I like it because strategy. <laughs> That is so awesome. so much. And, you know, let's just talk about house hacking, um, Echo. When I tell my nephews and nieces about house hacking, everyone has got this face that goes, ew, what about privacy? What's your sense? What is your answer to someone when you Mm -hmm. tell them about house hacking? Especially, what is a 22-year-old and a 24-year-old insisting on privacy when they don't have money? What do you say to them? I ask them two things. Do you have a kid? No. So what is privacy? You don't have a kid? What do you want? What, so the question I always yeah. ask people, what do you want? Yeah. They tell what me their products, what yeah. they want. Yeah. How is it going to help people in terms of yeah. what you want? Yeah. You answer question number two. Question number three is, how are you going to make money out of what you want and after you've helped people? Absolutely. How are you going to get there? Yeah. And the system comes in. So to me, I say, mind your own business, right? You worried. They're not worried that of privacy. They're worried about maybe bringing a girlfriend in or a boyfriend. or That's it. That's the privacy they're talking about. And thinking about what people are going to think about me. No, mind your own business. Because at the end of the day, you came as an individual and you will go as an individual. Even you're going to leave your mom or your mom is going to leave you as an individual. Absolutely. Oh my God, Echo, this is like, this is super, super important. And all of us really, we can house hack. I believe there are even high-end house hacks. hacks. You can hack at Dane Fen. For sure. Huge, huge house. Six-bedroomed house. What are we doing? We like beautiful surroundings. Vanilla can come and stay and pay me Airbnb fees because it is that, it is that type of a property. And as we could live, one person lives on one level, another person lives on another level. Very possible, not yes. testing each other. And you can you can actually live in a very, very high-end suburb doing yes. house hacking. I love that. So that yes. was your first property. Yes. We're going yeah. to get to this being a property boss as well. This this hurts yes. me. Mm. This is so fascinating, right? Like it I am is. just I just like that, like you were traveling, even you were saving even on petrol. I'm like, yes. wow, that is some, that is next level, right? So he was grocery hacking, grocery hacking and, and, and car hacking, everything. Because when we don't learn that, and you know, as Africans, we grow, we grow up in villages, really. We yes. are brought up by a village. And for some reason, the first thing that we want to do is to leave village mentality. And village mentality actually makes you generous and you are able to share. Something has gone wrong in our head. But let's talk about real estate. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, please, Ben, go ahead. I wanted to ask Echo. So now you've got this uh, three-bedroom duplex. How do you get the next property? Uh, what happened? What led you to the next property? Okay, so so before I answer that question, let me take one step back. Okay. When I started working, mm-hmm. I had a goal, right? Okay. Setting goals are very important. I had a yeah. goal. Mm-hmm. My goal was that I'm going to work for five years and then yes. I, I'm out. Yes. Right? 
to set up my own business. Okay. I don't have a mother that's going to give me money to start my own business. I don't yeah. have a sister that's going to give me money to start my own business. I don't have a father that's going to give me money to set up my own business. But right. I have a father, a mother, and a sister that gave me something very important, education. Yeah. Thank you. Right? Yeah. So, so again, because you have clarity and you have a goal, you work backwards and know that if you want to do it in five years, this is how much you need in five years. So when I bought that first property, the reason why I rented it out is because three months later, I took my rental income to the bank and I said, listen, you want me to pay 3,000 rent? I'm getting 6,000 rent. Every month I'm putting this 6,000 rent in this bank account. Yeah. I've got an excess of 12,000 rent now. Right. Yeah. Because I've paid more than enough. So yes. I need you to give me another property. This time okay. you're going to give me the property on my salary because okay. I've got rent that pays everything and I've got salary. Remember, I'm still working for someone. I'm still employed. Mm -hmm. So oh, I've got yes. double income. So yes. this time, instead of giving me four, 400,000 rand, you actually give me 1.2 million because now my affordability has doubled. Yes. So in the same year, and I'm going to talk you through, in the very same year, I bought 13 properties in the very same wow. year. Wow. Wow. How right? does one? You didn't buy the second property, you bought 30 plus 13. Yes. Yes. Right? So what wow. you what so how do you do that? Again. There are formulas that you use, right? And I'll yeah. talk you through my strategies. Okay. Sure. Right? First is what? Because I've got the rental income, it gives me... But remember, I started by saying the properties were discounted already, the property of value. Of course, yes. So yes. if the bank says to you, this property at the higher end is 600,000 rent, yeah. at the lower end is 400,000 rent, you mm. buy it from people that are desperate or they've got financial issues that they want to get out of the deal and I get it at 400,000 rand. It right. means from day one, I've got 200,000 rand equity mm. that Thank I you. can take from the bank. Yes. 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 Right? And what yeah. did I do? Because I've done my research and I know traditionally the, the, the property value in that area I registered the property, the bond, at a higher price. Why? Okay. Because I wanted to take care of inflation. So a property that I bought for 400,000 rent, I registered at 800,000. No, at 800,000 rent. What? Because the bank has been conservative in their valuation. Okay. Oh, I see. Right? So, yeah. so if the market turns in my favor... I have 400,000 rent that I can get from the bank. And I don't need to do any registration, so I don't need to pay any find, any fees. I've locked in now. So now the same property that I paid 9,000 rent for bond transfer, today at 800, you're paying anything not less than 30,000 rent. Yeah. Bond yeah. registration fees. Yeah. Okay. 
right? So 10 years ago or nine years ago, you buy a property, you paid 9,000 to do the bond registration at 800,000. Yeah. So more than three times you've saved your money, inflation. So you understand interest rate inflation, how it works. Okay. Right? So it's all about understanding how money works and how do you make money. Mm. And to me, my strategy has always been be the middleman. Make sure that my credit record is good. Make sure that I'm paying all my bonds. Make sure that I'm paying every single person I owe. Then mm. I find a deal. I go to the bank and I say, give me that money because I've got a good credit history. The mm. bank gives me the money. I find Kojo, for example. I say, mm. Kojo, you know, I've got this beautiful property. I want you to stay in. What yeah. do you need? I fix A, B, C, D. You stay in there. You give me money. Bank says, Echo, pay me a thousand rent every month. Kodu, Ooh. give me 1,500 every month. Give my bank five, uh, a thousand rent. I have 50, uh, 500 rent. 500 rents remaining. Mm. I'm the middleman. Mm. I'm just trading the margin. Yeah. Okay. The same so strategy you use for stock is the same strategy you use everywhere. It, the principles are the same. Making money principle is always the same. You just need to apply it to where your passion is. That's it. Yeah. And then you go faster because you yeah. have what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. So um, what I wanted to ask you is, can you, uh, so how did you go from, say, talk to us because 13 properties is a lot in one year. Talk mm. to us about the strategy that you employ to get 13 properties in one year, because it can be overwhelming for someone, okay. right? So one is refinancing the property, right? Yes. Where refinancing basically means that you bought a property for 100, the value now is sitting at 200, you refinance to get the equity portion of the deal. 100,000. 100,000, right? Yes. You use that 100,000 to do the same thing that you've done. So mm -hmm. that's, that's strategy number one, right? Yes. Number two is doing no money down deals. Yeah. So yeah. for example, I find a property, the bank, the, 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 the valuation is 100. The bank says, we're going to give you 80 rand, right? Then yes. I get the seller, which is called the seller financing, the mm. seller to take on the 20. So the banks will give me the 80, I pay back, so I get my bond, I get it transferred, and then the seller, I'm going to pay him in installments on the 20,000. Yeah. Okay. So I still didn't put any of my money in. Then yeah. what do I do? Because I've done my research and understand the market well, I find Kojo to come and stay there. Mm. Kojo is yes. going to pay me deposit. Remember, mm. deposit yes. is not my money, but yeah, I can keep the deposit. When yes. I get the deposit, I've made an arrangement with the seller that I can give you a down payment of a thousand rand. Kojo gave yeah. me that thousand rand. I give it to the yeah. seller. Yeah. Yes. You start paying then, the seller. And then, and then every month I say to the seller, I'm going to give you 250. The mm. bank wants a thousand. Kojo is giving me 1.5. I give the seller 250 for the next six months or for the next 12 months. I pocket my 250. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Now tell us, um, that's a very important strategy, Kozo, but when people are listening and the reason why I have fearful investors in, in my mentorship is that people say, who's gonna say yes to that? How do you how do you put measures in place so that the seller does get his money? How do you safeguard and manage the risk of, of that relationship? How is that money going to come out in real terms? How do you do a seller agreement? Because when you tell people about it, they look at you like glazed eyes. How do you, how do you risk proof your agreements? Excellent question, that's, that's a good question. So before we even mm -hmm. talk about agreement, what is agreement? Agreement is basically, even though we sign in a paper, it's can I trust you? That's the agreement. The first agreement is can I trust you? Right? So how do you get the person to trust you? You need to have integrity. You need mm -hmm. to be honest. Right? The second thing, instead of thinking about fear, think about creation. Mm -hmm. You need to think of creating. Use that gold mind. The mind is there for us to think. The only mm -hmm. thing that makes us different between me, you, and any other person is our mind. Mm -hmm. If we take the mind out, everything else is the same. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right? So, mm -hmm. so, so that's one. Create honesty. Be um, loyal or be honest to your word. Because remember, when you do the first deal, and I'll tell you how I did the 13 deals. Mm. I've only used an agent once in my life. That was buying my first property. Mm. All the other properties that I have have been direct contact. Okay. Or some, some carpenter, somebody I know taking me to a guy to go do a deal. The people that people don't respect are the people that yeah. make us the empire, that help us grow our empire. Respect oh, everyone goodness. that you meet in life irrespective even if the person portrays himself as a mad person respect that person because that person is a human being and if you can get that registered in your head you will make a lot of money okay right so, so, so once you've done that obviously you need to put papers together but the paper is basically i'm going to give you x amount i can do this this is my salary this is my pay slip it shows that I'm getting X amount of money every month. So I can pay you that money, but I don't have the bulk money now to give you. Mm. If you want, I can even go further to get my employer to put that money as a debit order, or I'll give you a stop order as a guarantee. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. yes. So it's every single order. month, when I get my salary on the, on the, on the 20th of that month, on the 21, that payment has gone out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The person is getting his consistent check. And you know what's going to happen? The person is going to start referring a lot of people to you because they can trust you. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Relationships, right? Relationships. But did your lawyers put anything together and in place? To be honest, I never used a lawyer for this. Okay. Okay. Again, and I mean, just the power of relationships is like that, right? But but we had a contract. Again, 
I bought a contract, a South African contract online, not the one from CNA. At law firms sell contracts. Okay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so the 13, pro the 13 properties, was it because they were all in the same building, they had one same price, they were being sold as a lot, or was it one after the other, one after the other? Uh, so, that's really so interesting. Some, at some times I was buying four, three properties simultaneously. Oh, I I it was, so it's not in the same building. It's okay. different, but in the same area. So, for example, in when we go into Jobek South on a certain street, I own about ten properties on the same street next to each other. It, yeah. it wasn't by design, but it just happened that that it, way. It it, it uh, happened that way because like of relationship. Okay. Right. So the whole point is, how do you use the bank's money to make money. So that's yeah. the refinance part is one, the low, the, the no money down deal is another. Absolutely. And the other strategy I use is called the installment sale. Okay. So installment sale basically means I do not have to look good on paper, right? Mm -hmm. The owner is going to, you still hold, you still pay the bond, like it's the owner paying the bond. But in this case, you've got different in South Africa, you have five payment plan that you need to do. Yeah. But you can, when you do installment sale, you can, once you've done the contract and that you need an attorney to give attorney you a contract person. on installment sale. Once you've done the contract, you will then get the bank to register. So mm -hmm. you can register even though you're not the bondholder in the eyes of the bank. You can register that contract in the deeds office. That means the seller cannot sell the property without your consent. Without your consent. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So what do I do again? I take the place, give down payments from whatever, whether I had to refinance some of my property to get the down payment. Because remember, borrowed money is not taxed. That's another strategy. That's a whole big strategy in terms of text that we can to take another day. Yes. Right? So borrowed money is not text. So you take that money, then you go and do another deal. You put it under the down payment for your installment sale. You get a tenant to stay in there. You've made an arrangement that every month you're going to pay the bond because yeah. you're basically taking over the bond. Mm -hmm. And, and how do you find installment sale? You need to find owner that's a shrewd, that understand tax law, and they, they've made so much money and they just want to shield away from tax. That's it. They do. So they Developers don't want to do that. profit because they're making too much profit. Yeah. So mm -hmm. when you come in and you take over, right? Yes. It's a rental income. Yeah they still can get deductions against that. They still can get yeah. the, the, the interest, the bond interest against that because the bond is still in their name until yeah. you've paid off the bank. Yeah. Then it gets registered in your name. So it's all about thinking, learning. Out of the box, yeah. Understanding the strategies and figure out. The question is set the goal and find mm -hmm. out 
how long do you want to take to get the goal, to get to your goal? And when you've gotten that right, a whole lot of ideas will be coming to you. Will be coming to you. Also surround yourself with people who are smarter than you. <laughs> I like that very surround much. Surround yourself with people who are smarter than you. If you're <laughs> in a room and yeah. you're the only smart person there, you're the most stupid person in that room. I like that. <laughs> That's what I you. All right, Kojo, that is incredible. So, um, I, yeah. <laughs> so, when you buy, now, 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 tell us a little about, about um, your, your brand, your brand, your, your company brand, because it trains agents. What sort of agents? We come across all sorts of people out here. Right? Mm -hmm. How 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 was that set up, and why did you find the necessity to set up a whole property management and sales company? Okay, so the dream, my dream, is always been creating three thousand jobs, right? That's the dream mm -hmm. to create three thousand jobs. So everything that and I and I can comfortably say that I've gone past the part that I'm doing for myself. Yeah. I can. I can sit down here, do nothing, yeah. still be able yeah. to pay my kids' school fees until they get to varsity. I like and that. Don't worry. But it's not, that doesn't make me me. That is not what God brought me into this world to do. My talent mm. is to do something bigger. Mm. Right? So, totally. so what, how do I create 3,000 jobs? I've qualified, I've got a degree, I qualify as an estate agent. I just need to practice to be in there. So I get the certificates. Yeah. As a principal estate agent, I can run a business. Okay. You can hire people, train them, get recognized by the State Agency Affairs Board of South Africa. Yeah. And those people will then have certificates and they will go and sell. You share your profits with those people. You create jobs. Agents. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. Right? Love that. Yeah. So how do you train your agents now that you and I know that as investors, um, most of our deals come, most of our deals come from agents that understand investment. Yes. How do you train your agents to understand investment and not do this thing of, oh, this is a good property, you know, they put nice paint on it. How, how do you train them to serve? One, they can just sell buyers and sellers, but two, how do they serve investors, real estate investors? So I train my agents to be able to own their own properties. That is how I train my agents. Thank you. Oh my so gosh. If, if yeah. I clone myself in my agents, if yeah. they own their own properties and they've gone through the process of owning their own properties and they're going through difficulties in their life in terms of certain uh, uh, commitment or certain, certain moves that they've made, yeah. they'll be able to think better. Yeah. And when they think better, they will understand how to sell. Selling yeah. is a skill. Yeah. But being able to sell on a larger scale it's art and science. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you find them receptive though? You know, I find that people end up in the real estate business 
because they were just looking for just any job. Yes. Do you do you do you turn people into salespeople? That's what I'm asking, I guess. Yes, you 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 turn people into salespeople, but not only salespeople. Right. You turn people to have the money savviness mind. Yeah. Not salespeople. Yeah. Anybody can sell. Yeah. Anybody. So far as you can open your mouth and say echo, you can sell. <laughs> but to be to but, but to be a great salesperson, your belief has to be your cause. Of course. And for your I belief, like for your belief to be your cause, you need to become a student. You need to learn. You need to ask yourself, who are the top five percent in this industry that I'm in? What are they doing right? How can I learn from them? And how do I kick their asses? Excuse me for the for for it's all right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's such an important thing. Sorry. That's such an important thing to say that you're not training salespeople. You just want people who are money savvy because then they are able to speak a certain language. Because yes. real estate agents can be can can make and break you as a seller yes. or a buyer, honestly. Yes. Right? Yes. When, yeah, mm. when they come in there with an attitude of I'm just an agent they are not saving anyone, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so again, it goes back to my second question. How are you going to help others? So when I when, when we interview people, okay, so you want yes. to be a, a state agent, fine. What, are, what is your value? If your value is to say to me, you're going to help my business to grow, then that's not the value because my business it's not about growing itself. My business is about giving better services to my client. Hence, the name Be Grand Properties. Be, grand. be great at whatever you do. Be grand. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, Echo, how did you... So, now you've got this real estate empire, right? How did you go from these 13 properties in the next year after you bought your first property to then building this empire. Can you just give us like a loose strategy of, I then went from A, B, and then C, and that's kind of what your okay. roadmap was. Okay, so <laughs> there was no like a mapping, but okay. that's the whole question, question has always been, how do I create 3,000 jobs? Yes. My question has always been like that. Uh, okay. How do I create my 3,000 jobs? Yes. What is what 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 is the outcome? What is the due date? And how many of this do I have to do? So, for example, this year you want to hire ten people. You're hiring ten people to do what? How many properties do you have? How many one person is one person going to look after ten properties? Is one person going to look after hundred properties? What are the big companies doing? When you go into big companies like Brawl and, uh, and City Property, for example, a portfolio manager looks after how many units? And they're not looking after units, they're looking at, after people. Yeah. How many people is, the, is that portfolio manager managing? Okay. Right? So that, that is how the decision is made. But 
how do you go there or how do you get there? How you get there, I've always used simple life strategy. Mm. Make, invest, spend, repeat. Make, invest, spend, repeat. repeat. Okay. Okay. You don't make money and spend that money and expect that when you're at the age of 65, miraculously, you're going to be a billionaire. Um, <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> so now, yeah. now that you become this savvy and you you've you've you you really understood how to build your own cash flow, do you now buy uh, properties for cash flow or appreciation or both, or how do you buy now? Um, Echo, what's your okay. strategy? So so when I buy properties, I always have three phases, if I should call it that way, when I'm buying a single property. Okay. So, and my phase one, right? I've got, I've got the before phase, during phase, after phase. So the before phase, look at the property, visit the property, right? Yeah. Do your numbers, cash flow must make sense. Yeah. That's still the before phase. What systems are you going to put in there so that you can be, make it a manageable business, to make it a profitable business, right? So my question on what system do you put there, I ask a simple question. Do I see myself sleeping in this place? And if I don't see myself sleeping in this place, how do I fix it so I can sleep there as echo? That's gone. Then the second, the, 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 the during phase is cash flow again. How do I collect at least 95% of my rental every single month? Remember, okay. you make, you invest, you spend. Mm -hmm. So how do I collect that money? Every single property must give me five, one property must give me five income. So my rental income, the capital appreciation comes mm -hmm. in. How do you get the property to appreciate, right? Mm -hmm. So what kind of tenant are you putting in the place that's going to get your property value to go up? The, set, the third one, still during the, in the uh, during phase, is how do I leverage of my property to invest, okay. right? So how do you do that? The fifth one, which is one of the dearest thing to me is how do I create a profitable legacy for generations? Oh, I see. On the same yes. property. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right? Can you my, just unpack that for in just a minute? How do you create a profitable legacy for investing? I love how it sounds, but yeah. just unpack what that looks like. Okay, so how do you generate a profitable legacy for generation? And basically, continuity. Who do I pass it to? It can yeah. be staying here for the next 100 years. So for example, 
Jobek, if you get into Jobek, Johannesburg is 130 years old, Johannesburg. Mm -hmm. There's a yes. building in Johannesburg that's 130 years old. Yes. A great, great grandfather, great, great grandmother that built that building has passed away. The of children are building of that property. So that is my question, my last yes. question. That is my during phase. Because it's not for me anymore. It's about the people that are working in the grand. How does it pay their salary? How does it yes. become continuously, even when I'm gone, that people will still work for big grand and these properties will contribute to the income so it can pay off their salaries. Their salaries, yeah. How do my kids benefit from that? Yeah. So, so, so that is the profitable legacy for generation. And then my third, which is the, 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 the after phase, when I'm done answering all this question, the after phase is what is my exit strategy? So there comes answering your question. My exit strategy has not is not to sell my property. My exit is strategy right. is to refinance my property, get the bank to give me money so I can do so that you can continue. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. 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 I like that. Um You've spoken a lot about your pride, uh, your tribe, uh, Echo. You spoke a lot, a lot about about the research in land. But you know, I just want to. Is it your mic? Is it my mic? Okay. Yeah, you turn away what from it. <laughs> yeah. What I'm wanting to understand, you've spoken a lot about you've spoken a lot about your tribe and the people that are smarter than you. And you've spoken a lot about reading and research. What I'm wanting to find out, was there at any point in this journey of being a an investor in real estate or building a property management company, were there any doubts, fears? and challenges and how did you push through those did you do you have any i know you've got a whole clear strategy about it but is it as easy as that honestly are there any fears so any to be doubts? honest though there's not been any single fear it has always been excitement <laughs> getting excited on what's the next one how are we going to get okay. this better All because right. again to me, I say it's not fear, but mm. you need to be aware. So take care of the negatives. Mm. So by answering those questions I just spoke about, mm -hmm. I've gotten rid of the fear. If I mm. answer them truthfully and honestly, and remember, I'm not answering that questions to anybody. I'm not answering to Van so I can brag about how big it is and I'm answering it to myself, Echo, looking at yeah. myself in the mirror and saying, have I honestly taken care of the negatives? When I go into deals, I'm not worried about the positive. I'm not worried about the 10 million profit that you're going to make. No, I'm worried about the 1 million cash that I'm going to put down that I'm potentially going to lose that money. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm. So, because you know, I think I think what is what is so so key for me um, is that you are talking about buying in the south of Johannesburg, 
Yes. I mean, let's be honest. You and I are looking at each other. We know the south of Johannesburg had a decline. The city center had a decline as yes. a, in Johannesburg. So people look at you and think, what do you mean you're going to buy the third and the fifth property in the south of Joburg? Where are you going to get those tenants? I hear it's dangerous down there. So what do you, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, I mean, I lost you there. Lisa, you've always, um, I you're going to have to what to no, I'm sitting, I'm sitting exactly as I was sitting in front of okay. my, anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, so someone who is a beginner investor, and when yeah. you tell them that the opportunity is in the south of Johannesburg, or mm -hmm. in the city center of Johannesburg, they look at you and they're like, but where am I going to get the tenants? My fear is that those people will not pay. And mm -hmm. I hear it's dangerous down there. And that's what I'm talking about. Those doubts and fears. What, how do you as an investor push through that? Tell, tell the next beginner investor because, you know, you and I know that's where the opportunity is. But that's yeah. not what someone starts with. And okay. you can't necessarily say, I asked myself the question. They don't know that, right? Okay. So, so again, talking about fear. Mm -hmm. Again, I started by saying I, buy, I bought properties on the stock market. Yeah. And again, I say to, for you to do anything, first be a student. Who is the best person for me to learn in the stock market? right it's 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 templeton right warren buffett mm -hmm. right and when you read about these people they tell you one simple thing how do you make money the first question you ask yourself if you want to be a good trader stock trader is it hated because the more people want something the chances of you not making money because everybody think it's easy. Do what people are not willing to do to be successful. The top 2% of this world population, the billionaires are doing what people like you and I are not doing. Facebook, look at where we're sitting. Zoom, look at what we, we, where we're talking. They're doing things that you and I are not doing. Right? So that's the question you need to ask yourself. Is it hated? First number, does it have value? Second question. The third question is, is it ready to take off? Where's the graph? If you've done, if you've done historical uh, research, you will know as much as even Denfen, Santin, people hijack people there. So once you've understood the environment, and when I was buying uh, uh, shares again, the books that I read, they had three types of shares. And that's how I started buying my shares. Mm -hmm. You've got the ships, which is your Sussel, HB Bulletin. They're going nowhere mm -hmm. slowly. They give you dividend. I know. <laughs> right? You, then you've got the middle cap. The middle cap is the guy that is like famous brand. Yeah. That is like Capitech. Now Capitech is a big brand now. It's a and big I was brand buying, now. Yes, it's, 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 it's part of the big boys. But when we were buying shares, Capitech was a mid, a, a mid cap, right? So 
the mid cap is the one that's going to give you your capital appreciation because you can sell the shares in the next six months to make money on the shares and you can also get dividend out of it so yeah. in the south there are markets like that yeah so you look yeah. at those markets where you can still be able to sell the property at a higher price and still get good rentals meaning get good tenants because remember there are good companies in the south okay. so getting good tenants there's a court that just been built in the south so i know um, right there's, there's wow. a big mall that been built yes. in the south that's so, exciting things happening in Joburg, hey so, oh lots oh lots so, so, lots. <laughs> so again the question is i for example went to the town planning office yes and then i said what is the plan for this area like johannesburg the corridors of freedom when in yeah. 2008 when i got to know the corridors of freedom they hadn't even yeah. implemented half of it okay. the vision is 2020 2040 they still haven't even done half but i started buying in barrier yeah. and look at now people are staying in my properties i bought yeah. properties for 10000 rand immediately got 2500 now a bachelor in barrier is paying me 4500 a property i bought for 10000 rand on average bought a property for 40000 rand absolutely yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. But, you but, know but when i, I was sorry mm -hmm. but when i was buying there xenophobic attack was high hijacking oh. was high yes so then again it comes back to what is the strategy find out the people get in the burden make friends with the caretaker understand who is doing what instead of going with the fear of oh you know i'm going to lose my money or oh i'm going ask the question how do i mitigate that how do i mitigate, do I mitigate mm. the risk I love that. Absolutely. I don't know about you, Van. I think I think we've we've done justice to this. Um we, we really need to move on to the next segment of the show. I'm full. I yes. really um like yeah. Let us move on to the next segment of the show, shall we? Please, let's do. On to the next segment of our show. Magical feedback from our hosts where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode. Okay, so magical feedback. I'm going to let Mizo start us off on this. <laughs> that is so unfair, right? Because I needed to work it out in my head. Oh, 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 I like my first feedback. Um, here's my, here's my one, number one takeaway. It's, yeah. My number one takeaway is when he bought his first property. I am a property mentor, so I'm biased to things like that. If nothing else, mm. and you have got the littlest money and you, you have 40,000 sitting in the bank, go and deposit an apartment. And he, he deposited an apartment that was three bedrooms and he was mm. living in the main bedroom. He was house hacking with two of his friends that he worked with. Yep. They were car hacking. They had a lift yep. club. They didn't use their yep. own cars every day. They were grocery hacking. This is mm. the way to starting. This is the way to starting. I get the question all the time on my Facebook and on my Instagram direct messages. What do you think if I am a new graduate and I do not have money? That is your start. 
your mm. privacy and what you consider my private space and whatever can be in your main bedroom. The other bedroom, house hair kids, that's where you start. That's way, that's the way to make money because the other person will pay the mortgage and you, you save your money so that you can buy the second property where you will live, right? You don't start by studio apartments and whatever. House hacking is one good, good, good strategy that we call a no money down strategy or little money down. Love yeah. that. Love I love the strategy, especially because, you know, I am, I was telling Lisa that like I, um, the land that I'm leasing in Sri Lanka is yeah. bare land. Right. So I'm doing like a straight up lease with the option to extend the lease to a longer date. Right. So yeah. I'm going to start off with five years and okay. then renegotiate in another two years to see if I want to extend or I want to move elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But the but like Misa and I were just having saying offline, I was like, I've got this really great opportunity to build a four bedroom sweet house right mm-hmm. and so I know that feeling of hacking because it's like I'm like do I can I should I rent should I Airbnb the other bedrooms so I've just been like going in a tizzy where I'm like I want to but I don't want to so I know the challenge of having to house hack right yeah <laughs> and then the other thing is, uh, my first takeaway is that when he started working, he had a goal to work for five years. And Echo keeps talking about start having very set goals when you start, oh, when you start anything, right? Yeah. So he talks to us about this goal where he started working for five years and then after that he knew that he wanted to work for himself and build a business, right? And everything that he built in the real estate business has been, and in all his businesses has been, how do I create 3,000 jobs? How do I create 3,000 jobs? So he's literally being led by the vision itself, right? So I feel like this is just so powerful how he's just, he basically taught us about goal setting and the importance of it. So that was my takeaway is that everything always comes back to the actual goal. Does this lead to my goal of 3,000 jobs a month? Absolutely. And that is the first, my first session with my mentees. I think most people get very surprised. We don't do anything about investing. We only do the, the questionnaire your big why, I call it your big why. And it is my GPS of you as as a mentee. Mm. Where are you money-wise? Where are you credit-wise? Where are you debt-wise? And Mm. your big why is absolutely, absolutely important. That's such an important thing to say then. My second Mm. takeaway is the tribe. I keep saying on this podcast that um, real estate investing is a relationship but how um, Echo introduces us to his tribe was where he grew mm. up in Ghana. His two neighbors, one on the left was a policeman who ended up as a timber dealer. The one on the right, yes. logistics boss whose business went bust. But the issue is that he grew up with people who were able to create their own income mm. and he saw them grow. And he saw their business grow, businesses grow. And this is what we keep talking about on this podcast. The more we normalize the 
investment English and the property investing English with mm -hmm. our kids, the more we are going to have children who grow up just knowing you can create your own wealth instead of waiting for some company of some retirement annuity to do it for you right so i really can like i snap at that because <laughs> 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 that is a wholesome and means oh you just dropped a word i think yeah this is um i think as we move more and more into the new way in which business is being done i think that we're gonna have to we're gonna start seeing more and more people being forced to create their own forms of employment Absolutely. in a pandemic where suddenly even the office itself, the office building will soon disappear, right? Absolutely. Because people can work from anywhere. We don't know when that will happen, if it will happen right now, but things are starting to shift radically. Absolutely. So I love that. And then um, I think my one takeaway is, my second takeaway is how he bought... 13 properties in one year using multiple strategies, right? So it was still like a similar strategy in that um, he had a strategy in terms of I'm buying in the same area, right? I'm not going willy-nilly all, all over, over the place. The place. <laughs> so I'm buying. So his strategy was this, I'm focused on the South. I'm focused in, on this area. I know this area, I'm focused on this area, but how he acquired the properties was through many different strategies, creative strategies. So he refinanced, he did no money down deals, he, he did seller financing, he did installment sales. So there's all these ways. And in all of these, he kept, he kept informing us, not once did he use his own money, but he just made sure that the, that the property was cash flow positive, that it was yeah. going to make more than enough money for him, right? So that is another aha thing because you know how I feel about taking on debt after debt. getting out of debt. So now I'm just like, okay, that is, there's so many ways to do things. Like I am definitely all about the installment sale. Like I'm loving Absolutely. the sounds of that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my, my takeaway is actually linked to your, your, my third takeaway is linked to your second takeaway, because I was going to talk about, there are, at least the ones that I know of, there are about nine strategies of, of financing a property. Yes. Of financing a real estate deal. So mm -hmm. don't get discouraged when the big four says no to you. Big four is the four banks in South Africa, anyone that's listening mm -hmm. internationally. When the bank says no, it's not the end of it. It really is not yeah. the end of it. There are several sure. ways to finance a real estate deal, and you are going to find that out only when you know what you're doing, only when you have a mentor, only when you are in a network of property investors, because yes. every property investor has got the same big problem. How do I finance the next deal? And all of us are looking for the same thing. How do I scale? Okay. Mm. So Vangile um, mm. has just spoken about um, the four bedroom uh, units that she wants to build, a four bedroom house that she wants to build in Sri Lanka. And she's thinking, mm, how am I going to finance this and whatever? She probably will go and save and save and save. 
what if she needs to build by the end of June? Mm. If Miranda has got, if a, a prop doc mom in my company, there is 300,000 and she needs 300,000. She borrows my 300,000, she builds, she's done in June. But upfront, we can negotiate. You're going to pay me 300,000 plus 15%. Mm. She can worry yes. about where she's going to get the 15%. Oh, when she has her retreat, you know yes. me, so I'm going to pay you 100,000 first, and then every retreat, you get your 100,000 mm. and interest in that time. Can we do a 12-month plan or something? There's always a way of cutting this. That is actually, you're offering solutions to a problem. <laughs> I, I've offered a solution to her problem. One, she's doing her real estate deal. Two, I am making money passively. Three, can you see? Win-win. And most property mm, investors will yes. do At a time when I don't have a deal, but I have money sitting in the bank, yeah no use it's not making yeah. money so I yeah and let's not yeah yeah and this is let's not forget like as you're told i'm serious when i say you're offering me a solution to some things because you know that the four bedroom house is my own living things but like yeah. i've got so guys just to give you context the land that i want to lease is 1.5 acres so i've got yeah. plenty of land and part of this land is going to have other developments on it so there's other and things that i'm looking to add and develop and rent out and make money from that so as miso is talking i'm literally like i actually could hit up a few people and just give them this <laughs> alternative and solution and say this is one way like you could make money from every retreat i host from every Absolutely. quarter that i have if i do this because it's going to be almost like um it's a retreat center but of some seasons it will act as a resort right as a so resort it's, be it's a hotel really that's it yeah i am I'm really oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. So, so when 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 people ask me about but where am I going to get the money? And the bank, you know, at Upsa they say they don't do multi leds I'm like, sure. Yeah. That's fine. Don't you worry about that. Let's look for the deal, find the deal, see yeah. if it's cash flowing. We're going to find a way of and every property mentor will tell you that. And that's it's not about I can't always it is where am i going to find it and how am i going to create yeah. it because you can create money i love 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 Lizzo, how thank you i know <laughs> my next strategy now thank you for that <laughs> sorry guys i just got free mentorship this is why you guys yeah, should you sign need to up pay with me. Lizzo, like gosh you need to pay me yeah <laughs> you gave it to all of us for free so i'm here to say i appreciate i just happen to notice this free advice i i have a strategy in place of how to grow to the other unity <laughs> my final point uh, my final takeaway is when echo said how do i change this property so i can sleep there as echo so oh, in his yes. before phase right sure. I felt that was so powerful because you guys hear us talk a lot on this podcast about housing with dignity dignity right and i like that as your standard of measure and asking yourself could i live here right because sometimes we uh, you get housing and you couldn't live there 
because yeah. it's not like, and that will start to impact the value of the property. Of the but property. using yourself as the baseline, and I think it's really powerful because in his during strategy, he then talked about the tenants that he wants to attract, right? So if already the property is up to par, as in, could I live here as me? then you already know the kinds of tenants that you can attract into the space and how much you would charge. So for me, that was super powerful. It's like, it's such a good question to ask in terms of when you're in the process of refurbishing, because then you can ask, what would I need to be able to live here? Then that's when you can start having interesting ideas of, I like light all those building trends that we've spoken about it with um, Lelo in yeah. the interior architecture episode, go take a listen. I can't remember off the top of my head what episode it is, but this is why we bring in these experts because then you can go to a Lelo and say, hey, I thought about it, do this, do this, do this. And, and like he said, then you are suddenly able to double the price of rent. Absolutely. So that's also such a powerful way Absolutely. to approach it. And you become the preferred landlord because people love mm. decent places and you will attract people like you who like decent yes. places and keep it decently. Because yes. those are the other questions. Mentees will ask you the same thing. But who's going to stay there? Oh, no, no one wants to stay in town. Are you kidding me? No one wants to stay in the south of Johannesburg. Are you kidding me? Really? No one wants to stay in Soweto. to watch it. So every place. And look at me. I'm looking at town to rent my apartment in Joburg for the next six to seven months. Yeah, that's it. So, So guys, we have got a whole two pages of lessons learned. What we are challenging you to do when you go on iTunes, one, go and rate the podcast. Two, go and leave your own lesson learned from the podcast that you are listening to. It's a good way of seeing if you are getting the material. And the last thing, mentor speaking. Take action, guys. Take action. Take action, yeah. Yeah. What you learn here, go use it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Let's move on to the next segment of the show. Absolutely. Now on to the journey to magical expansion where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. So guys, welcome to the Journey to Magical Expansion. As usual, Misa is going to start us off with the first question. Right. This is the same five personal questions that we ask so that we can get to know our guests a little bit better. Echo, please tell us, is there any book that you would say changed your life? It can be a business book, it can be a fairy tale, it can be a real estate. It would be nice if it's a real estate. But tell us a book that you think changed your life. Yes. So a book that changed my life, adversity. Adversity. At some one year, I was really struggling trying to do the leaflet distribution, getting this done, and I was failing. Right, I was completely failing, and and the book I read that changed my life, and I still have that book. It's called Dream High. Dream oh, High. Never Dream heard High. of it. Dream High is by Conway. I, it, uh, 
forgot I've forgotten the surname, but it's it's Conway. Yeah. Yeah. Something Conway. We'll find it and we'll, find we'll share it. it with you guys as usual. Yes, Dream Dream High. Dream High taught me about time management. Dream High taught me about how to say no to things or how to move on to the next step when awesome. even when I'm not done with what I'm doing. Okay. So time nice. management is key. Yeah. And when I read that book, I got back to my normal level getting my distinctions. Oh, right? okay. So so yeah. Dream High. Yeah. The okay. second book is I've already mentioned it on this platform, which is which that poor dead. The cash flow oh. quadrant. Okay, those two. Awesome. Well, awesome. Not all, not and so in every journey that I'm in, there's a book that helps me through that journey. Yeah. In real estate, there's a book I read that's good. It's actually tailored to South African markets. It's called yeah. How to Make Money Out of uh, Property in South Africa. Yeah. JC Lee. JC Lee. Awesome. Very good book. It, it is extremely, it's written for us and very simply, yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank yes. you so much. Mm -hmm. yes. So, so, so Echo, and what think and keeps... grow rich, think and grow rich. Oh, think and grow rich. <laughs> and okay, the richest man in Babylon by Napoleon. Oh my Hill. God, he gave us six. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> think that's and grow awesome. rich and um, the richest man in Babylon. Babylon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've had those come up often. So yeah. the only one that we haven't had mentioned on the show is Dream High. Dream High. <laughs> yes. Thanks for that. Thanks yes, for that inspiration. Thank you. And then what keeps you inspired, Echo? The dream of creating jobs keeps me inspired. Mm -hmm. The dream of helping others, the dream that you know that the person that you you paying a salary to is going home with that salary to help a lot of people, the mother, the father, the cousin, the brother, the boyfriend, the husband, that's the dream. The dream okay. of reaching out and the dream of empowerment, Make, letting the world know that irrespective of where you come from, irrespective of what color you born in, you are what you believe you are. Absolutely. All right. Mm. So, what do you wish you had? Are there any things that you wish you had done before you got into your property journey? Is there so, any? Yeah. Okay. So, so, in terms of the property journey, <laughs> I did a lot. Like, in terms of research, making money out of property. Okay. From day one, I've been making money out of property. Right. What I didn't do that I should have done through yes. the same experience with the property thing, was supposed to take a mentor before I started my business. I see. Okay. In terms of business, scaling um, up your business. Scaling yes. the business, a mentor. I, a I mentor. like a underline mentor. that. <laughs> I never would have leader. a mentor or a coach. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. I work with multiple coaches and multiple mentors at any given time for various aspects of my life. Yes. Because, I mean, you don't know what you don't know, right? Yes. yes. So I agree with that. And when I figured that out, luckily I figured this out in my 20s. Yes. Right? Yeah. So when I figured this out in my 20s, I remember just sitting there and being like, wow, what took me? It took me one session with my first coach 
to literally start making a profit on my first business, on my yeah. second business. My first exactly. business failed. In three years, I could never figure this out. I was like, no, <laughs> this is a necessity in life. <laughs> the reason I do the mentorship is exactly that, Kojo. Uh, now that you are saying this about your first business, which you talk a lot about then, when I think about it, what made me make a decision to get out of my marriage was because of mentoring. You know, yes. when you want expansion and you want yeah. your better self, you had better walk the path with the mentor. So yes. I was yes. I was in mentorship for the three for three years and yes. I was married for four and a half years. Every state of your mind, if you are wanting to expand and you want it to be nice and neat you get a mentor for that and yeah. every sure. phase of your property your property journey you get yes. a different mentor and i'm sure yes. when you do development you can't use the same mentors that you did when you were of doing course. house hacking right of course exactly of, of course exactly. and hence i'm so and, glad and, we're having this conversation yes <laughs> and, and hence that's why if you remember i said every journey that i've been in I've got a book that I've read that got me out of exactly. that journey. Yeah, so even though yeah, I never exactly. had a physical mentor, I had a book mentor. All yeah. I had to do was to trust what the people are saying in that book and apply them. Mm. Apply it. Yes, like yes. So just uh, what is the one thing that you think you or that you feel you still need to learn in property, Echo, if you had to choose one thing? I know there's probably time. <laughs> so again, what I still need to learn, I would just link it back to my business, how to how to scale up the business, okay. right? How to how to make sure that you've got your systems operating like a well-oiled machine. Yes. So 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 those are the things that but we've done pretty well in the past five years. We've grown significantly. We've done very, very well. But again, it's because there's a mentorship in place, there's training in place, there's more time working on the business. Yeah. You know, your, your execution level, what is, what, what, what is the sense of agency? Yeah. And you get to have a natural sense of agency when, you've, when the light is switched on, when the goal is up, out. When, the light when there's a mentor that on. says, what you're saying you could do, you know you could have actually done it in six months if you had done A, B, C, D. And like, Absolutely. What? Oh, my God. Wow, man. Echo, my mentor, my such... one mentor, my strategy mentor should never listen to me. That's it. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I, I mean, we spent our the day after Christmas with Vangile. We were on, on, we were on Zoom for like five and a half hours, Echo, yes. because there is a level of expansion that I'm going for mm. and there is level of things that I want to do in a particular way. So yeah. that's it. You know, you yeah. spend more time planning and yes. getting things in place rather yes. than yeah. just doing. Yeah. Yes. I like that very I much. And, well. and I'm a property mentor for that reason, because we don't get taught that it's not, yes. there's no university course for it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Echo, the, your last question before you run, your, your babies are waiting at swimming. Yes. Mm. What property resource, it has to be a property resource, do you want to share that you can tell our listeners to go to 
your it's, it can be a book or a podcast or a YouTube video that you want them to absolutely subscribe to and stay on it. My property ask echo YouTube channel. Ask echo. Uh -huh. yeah, property ask echo YouTube channel. Yes. Awesome. Ask echo. So just Wonderful. property ask echo. So it's my it's property and the word ask and my name echo okay. together. Okay. Echo. Okay. okay. Wow. wow. Guys, there you are. I mean, we keep talking about the tribe. We keep talking about get a mentor. But I think you were so, so, so clear about that. And it is, it is something that something that our listeners will, will get benefit from. Thank you for your generosity of time and and information, Echo. I every one of our guests just up leveled. This was this was amazing for me. Thank you. Yes, this was incredible. But Echo, yeah. before you leave. Please tell us how do people that are listening to you and are like, I just want to know more about what he does. How can I work with him? How can I invest in uh, his properties? Because we've got a lot of people here who want to invest in properties and they may be resonating with you. How do they contact you? So in terms of contacting my, they can get hold of me through Property Ask Echo because most majority of our videos have our um, contact details, the office contact okay. details. You can contact me on my uh, property, I said property, echo.quigrain at bigrain.co.za on that email address. Okay. And, and, and we, we can chat from there. But also yeah. what I want to say before I leave is that whatever that anybody wants to do, whatever dream that they have, they must believe that what they, what they what 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 they're aiming for is a sure thing and they must then do their books the only reason why i was able to you know scale up in this property business as quickly as possible is i had a i had an accountant to look at my books and i had an attorney to draft my contract at the beginning when you start because there's no money a lot of things needs to be done by you but you know what you're creating when you do it by yourself and you learn, you become an expert. When you say, you'll be amazed. You'll be talking to your, a whole attorney and you talk about a strategy and they don't even know how and say, but the act says this and this and that. Mm -hmm. Can you use, look at that act and try help me draft mm -hmm. it? Yes. Power. Because remember, you're the, you're the leader of your goal. Of your yes. goal. And yeah. all the people around you are there to support you to grow that goal. And hence, Absolutely. that's why I said, if you're the smartest person in that room, you're the most stupid person. My strength is to sell. Yeah. My strength, my weakness is admin. Yeah. The accountant's strength here. is admin. <laughs> Absolutely. His weakness Absolutely. is Absolutely. Yeah. I, I keep telling my mentees that the accountants were my biggest disappointment, but it taught me so much because when I realized that property investing and accounting are a totally different tool and it needs a different accountant, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. was my liberation because mm -hmm. you, yes. yeah, it is, okay. uh, you have to lead your own goal. Yes. Echo, this has been Awesome. Thank you so amazing. much. Thank you so much, Echo. Thank <laughs> you so much, Property Magicians. Thank you, Lisa. 
I'll see Thank you guys you, next week. Cheers. Thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa, and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free, and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income, or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as Vangile Makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians Podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration, from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at miranda at wealthy-money.com. Again, inbox me at miranda at wealthy-money.com if you want me to help you start your property journey.